All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, we're going to jump into this shit. But first, there you go. Uncle Bobby had to clear his throat. We're going to jump into this bullshit. And gang, the first one that got me on today's show was a clip I saw. And and again, and again, we're we're sitting here. Let's rewind all the way to episode one. And I said this yesterday, and I think we still are not having the same discussions. Uh, Again, this war on critical race theory (laughs) this is not being taught to first and second graders i mean last time i checked this is like a college fucking course law school right but again there were these clips about critical race theory and even if it wasn't critical race theory it was about schools starting to teach again actual history Again, let's start throwing slogans and platitudes up in this bitch, right? For those that don't know history, they're doomed to repeat it. And it's cool, right up until the point you may realize, maybe historically, the side that you've been on, they're the assholes, right? But again, I saw this clip and this lady was talking the normal bullshit talking points, right? And it's, you know, this is all teaching... Uh, you know, white kids that they're inherently evil and all this other bullshit. And I was like, yeah, no, it's not. Right. So again, if you live in Texas, you know about what I'm getting ready to say, because the story was right here in this shithole called Texas. Right. The, the, The second largest state in the United States, the largest state in the combined union. And again, we cannot teach the Martin Luther King I have a dream speech any longer. You think I'm bullshit and look it up. SB3. That is law. It's also the same law that says that uh, you cannot teach that the Ku Klux Klan was inherently is inherently evil. I will say for the one trillionth time, Greg Abbott, what the fuck else are you supposed to say about the Ku Klux Klan? Again, this was just not a mere difference of opinion. This was an American terrorist group. And if they had their way today, they would hang me from my fucking neck until dead. That's not up for debate. So please tell me, what else do we say about the fucking Ku Klux Klan? But this lady was getting all in her piss all nice and hot, right? Because, uh, what was the name of that book? Oh, Separate is Not Equal, right? A Hispanic author. And basically, we're just telling the fucking truth. And this lady is pissed off talking about how this, this education, the truth, is teaching white kids that they are inherently evil. Okay. Again, one, let's say it again. Equality is that thing that everyone loves to talk about, but not enough people want to participate in. 
So to the lady and the people like this who have this mindset, this is this is how equality happens. We have to, we have to start telling the fucking truth. You, you're going to have to take an L. You're going to have to take an ass whooping. And I'm going to try not to make this the entire fucking episode because I'm sitting here talking about one million fucking examples have just hit my fucking uh, cerebral cortex, right? My memory is being flooded with a whole bunch of fucking examples, right? Again, the first one that comes to mind is often one of my two-minute videos on Twitter, you need to follow me at RC Read 40. Check me out. But it was this dude, and again, it's the same shit that he, that this lady was talking. That that our this is teaching our white children that they're evil. Some of you are. And it was like, you know, was his grandfather, is he responsible for the racist shit that his grandfather did? My answer hasn't changed, gang. Not one ounce. The answer is no. He is not responsible. But he is benefiting from what his grandfather did. Again, please tell me. People love to talk about how this is from 1900. Well, it is. But let's (laughs) from like, no. I've given y'all my fucking timeline. The guy who was talking, he was about my age gang so that let's just say he's in his early 50s again if he went to ut i went to ut now again rewind just one generation our parents his parents went to ut ut literally told my father no niggers allowed let's rewind another generation now we're talking about my grandparents i just finished telling someone earlier in the week at work None of my grandparents graduated elementary school. His grandparents went to UT. Now, again, when his grandfather went in for the business loan, whether he beat someone and called him a nigger or whatever, he is benefiting from a system that is systemically racist. Again, how many black people did his grandfather compete against when he went to the bank to get the business loan? Let me give you that answer. Zero. How many women? How many Mexicans? Give me a fucking break. These are discussions that have to be had. This is American history. Therefore, it is affecting America present. No, I'm not going to demonize that fucking kid. Congratulations. Right? When you graduate college. Hold on, Bubba. Come here. There you go. When that boy graduates college, he has a six-figure income just waiting for him. Why? He's going to inherit his grandfather's business. Again, if you are my age, again, the overwhelming majority... Oh, I'm about to belch. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. The overwhelming majority of wealth in this country is passed down. Be it business, be it land, Whatever the fuck, right? So again, if you are my age, what? Yes, can it happen? Yes, it can. Go fuck yourselves. But what are the odds that if you have my skin tone, you are going to be passed down a whole bunch of money, a whole bunch of land and keys to an already successful business? I've told y'all, 
This is just a bunch of fucking repeaters, Jack. A bunch of Uncle Bobby sayings. There's a difference between working hard and clocking long hours. Now, I have no doubt that that boy is going to clock long hours, but he didn't have to work hard. Again, please tell me about, you know what this is like, gang? <laughs> jail sucks. I've never been. I'm not going to take a drink because I've never been to jail. Hold on. You know what time it is. And I love alcohol. Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. I've never been to jail. But uh, Paris Hilton has. And I saw on Twitter, because I commented, because one of the Kardashian, I can't remember, they're all fucking look alike. One of the Kardashian girls was complaining because I guess one of the side effects of COVID for her, hair loss. Oh, she was so traumatized. I'm like, bitch, please. Right? But then someone showed me where Paris Hilton was talking about how, where the fuck am I going with this? Wow, gang, I'm just going to finish this point. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with this. But it's Paris Hilton, so fuck her. That uh, going to jail, right, was traumatic because she didn't have a mirror. Oh, the horror. I really don't remember where the fuck I was going with that. But like I told you, first take, motherfuckers, this one stays. I know I was talking about that fucking boy in business. And how did I talk about Paris Hilton? I'm not even drunk. But I go dub it. Yeah, that was going to sound ugly when I look at this uh, audio again. Look at the audio? What? When I listen to the audio again? But back on this fucking kid. I really don't know where I was going with the jail shit, gang. I really don't. That was just an out-of-nowhere tangent. But, again, he will not have to work hard. I'm sure there was a time between Cardassians and Paris Hilton being rich. He will not work hard. He will clock long hours but he will not have to work hard. So yes, we have to talk about this shit because our past is affecting our present. And if you're sitting here and all you see is, yo, this is teaching my white kids to be ashamed of being white, then as far as I'm concerned, that's guilt. That is guilt. (laughs) The only white people I've ever called evil sacks of shit are the white people that are actually Evil sacks of shit, but I'm not going to sugarcoat shit either. Again, stop telling me how you whipped my ass in the hundred when your monkey ass lined up at the 80 meter mark. Seriously, shut the fuck up. And I told y'all, I've watched kids grow up and go to college. And four years ago, People were complaining and whining like there is no fucking tomorrow. You want to know why? Their white kids, for the first time in their family, did not get their first college of choice. Oh, God forbid they got their second, right? And it's not like it was either UT or, you know, Texas A&L, you know, Institute for the Left-Handed, Diabetic, and Blind. No, right? It was like, oh, my son didn't get into UT, Oh, the horror. So you're going to go to Arkansas. Again, as much as I hate to admit it, another fine Division I institution. And then they sit here and say shit like, well, you know, Robert, that's reverse racism. You know, I mean, some Mexican took it. Okay, stop right there, fuckface. The fact that you're even having this conversation tells me that you are entitled. You think that that slot was your kids to lose. No, fuckface. That thing was up for grabs. 
And again, they don't tell you that your white kid didn't make it because of some Mexican. No, they just say, you know, Mr. Jones, we regret to inform you that, you know, we will not. Shut the fuck up. Right. Or maybe they just stop to think that your fucking kid was not smart enough. But again, we need to teach the actual fucking factuals. I told you guys, I had a lady at work who literally pulled her kid out of school A. I just built hashtag unprofessional. Pulled her kid out of school A and rolled the little fucker in school B. You want to know why? Because they got notice, the parents, that they were no longer going to teach that the first Thanksgiving was just this pleasant moment where the pilgrims and the Native Americans had a nice, pleasant lunch. No, that's that's not how it worked. Not at all. I told you on another episode. The pilgrims were the equivalent of today's West Barrow Baptist Church. They didn't leave. They were kicked out. And when they got to the uh, Americas, the native land, Again, what is it? They, they had turkey. Uh, the natives taught them, you know, how to pop popcorn. Shut the fuck up. The pilgrims were savages. They raped. They plundered. They were assholes. And who they could not rape and physically murder, it was chemical warfare. They gave the natives diseases that their immune system had no defense for. And this school was going to start teaching the truth. This lady was like, that's not what I want. I was like, uh, excuse me? So she legit took her kid out of fucking school and put him in a school where he could learn the story that I was taught in 1980, right? The, the, the hats with the buckles on it, the, the knickerbocker pants, is that what they're called? That come up to your knees. They wore the black fucking leather shoes. Shut the fuck up. We have to teach the actual game. In what universe must we live in where fucking the I have a dream speech is no longer allowed to be taught in school? Why? They're afraid of hurting white kids' feelings. You know what? Fuck them kids. Again, this reminds me of the shit that I've heard over the last four years because Trump made this shit okay. Okay, I have I am I am a large black dude. You've heard me describe myself before. And I've had white people in the last four years, because again, Trump made this shit okay. Where I have had white people who are rich, generational wealth, and these fuckers are sitting there and they are literally saying to my face, again, in English words, I can understand. Robert, do you have any idea how hard it is to be white? Uh, no, uh, no. more specifically, a white man. And I'm like, no. I mean, do you want to talk about it? Is it difficult? Is it hard? Really? Oh, no, wait, where are you going? Oh, no, don't run away. Oh, hold on, your back fell off. Right? It's like, are you fucking, are you saying that to me? And it's like, well, Robert, you have no idea how hard it is to be white. You have no idea how hard it is, Robert, to be blamed for everything. I was like, no, fuck face, you're right. I don't. But let me ask you something. Do you know what it's like to be killed for nothing? You will recover 
a lot faster for being blamed for everything than I will recover from a rogue cop who sees my physique, gets threatened, and shoots me six times in my side. You think I'm exaggerating? Let's ask Philando Castile about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't. You know why? He's dead. That dude was a fucking cafeteria worker for an elementary school. I don't, from what I understand, that fucker didn't have a harmful bone in his body. But simply based on how he looked, he was murdered. And your monkey ass is over there worried about being blamed for shit. Again, the next time you fix your fucking mouth to use the word snowflake, save it. You're worried about words. I'm worried about bullets. You want to switch places? Oh, that's right. You don't. Again, hey, where are you going? <laughs> don't run away. Come back. Come back. Let's finish the discussion. But again, she was literally, let's kind of reel it back. Was that an analogy? A 17-minute long analogy? Fuck. Uncle Bobby just needs some alcohol. I got Aquaman on in the background, gang. Jason Momoa is kind of hot. He is. He kind of has that grungy, muscular, I'll kill you, but also hug you look. Fuck. It's almost like porn. But back on top of it. But this lady, right? Again, it's this. <laughs> we don't want to teach things that are going to hurt white children's feelings. Again, stop it. And I'm being serious when I say this. Stop it. This is the very definition of white fragility. All we are asking is that the truth be taught. Gang, I thought we were long past the time where we were taking books off of shelves. Because these books, and it was, what is it? Separate is not equal. Uh, the I Have a Dream speech, and there was another one that was geared towards elementary school kids that they snatched up off the shelves. You cannot read those two children anymore. But again, I shouldn't be shocked, right? Because this is the uh, the cancel culture crowd, right? Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. But I'm going to cancel this shit out of you. And the fucked up portion is they're canceling the truth. Now, again, I told you, Uncle Bobby has changed a lot. I actually told a friend on Tuesday. Wait, today... Today went, fuck, just yesterday. I, I told a friend on my headstone, I want the words, here lies the biggest hypocrite. And she looked confused, like, why the fuck would you want that? Because however long I have left on this fucking floating rock, I, I want to change my mind a thousand times. If you don't change your mind, that means you are stuck in your bubble, in your circle of comfort. Gang, literally just nine years ago, I was a Christian. And literally, overnight, gone. I'm an atheist now, and it's not an act. I absorbed new information, and I changed. I, I, I was an arachnophobe, bigly. And I said in yesterday's episode, I still don't want to look at them. But I am no longer emotionally paralyzed by them. I had forced upon me full immersion therapy, hurricane shelter. Two nights, I woke up on a concrete floor with a tarantula the size of a fucking catcher's mitt 
right next to my face. I rolled over and I was like, well, that shit just happened, <laughs> right? I have changed. And you want to know why I've changed? I am constantly putting myself in situations that challenge me. I was one of those assholes gang in the 90s and in the 80s, right? Where it's like, oh, oh, you know, women want, you know, bigger crowds, you know, more money for their sports. They, Robert Reed, shut the fuck up. And then I sat there and then you listen. Again, it was uh, some of the ladies on the uh, UT track team when I was at UT. They said shit. Now I got to do some, wait, 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 wait. That makes a little bit too much sense. Long story short, gang, the reason why women's sports is as far behind, I just about, as men, hashtag unprofessional. Got to keep tradition alive. It's for the exact same reason why blacks numerically are behind whites. Men's sports have been front and center since fucking forever. We're just now getting a WNBA in what, the last 15 years? How old is the fucking NBA for the men, right? Women are still playing catch up. So when my dumb ass is sitting there and they're like, women need more sports uh, money for their athletic programs. Well, why did you just pack the crowd? Once again, Robert Reed, shut the fuck up. And then they wanted to pull a little bit from the men's budget. It's like, look, dude, you literally just made a hundred million fucking dollars, right? We're going to take $2 million and we're going to put it on the women's soccer tab. Blah, 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 blah. I work for them. Blah, blah. Shut the fuck up, men athletes, right? And now Uncle Bobby is pro-women's sports. You want to know why? Because it's the right thing to fucking do. I change because, one, I took in new information, and two, I got my ass kicked. When enough women get in your fucking face, but like, dude, if I could kick your ass, I would. But instead, I'm just going to drop these knowledge bombs and you are going to sit there and take it. And I took it. And you know what? I changed. I realized that I was not part of the problem. I was the problem. So I changed. I didn't take it as a fucking personal attack. I was drowning in ignorance. And I still got a lot to learn. My point is, to this lady and to the white people who share this fucking uh, mindset, you need this education. You need to know. Because you'd be the first ones to say, well, why'd you just get over the past? But yeah, your monkey ass probably voted for Trump, right? I don't know how to tell you fucks this. He lost. Get over it. It was the past. You can't change history, right? These lessons need to be taught. And your problem is, one, your ego. Your ego. Did you ever stop to think that maybe you are part of the problem? Right? And again, the, these lessons are essential. Yes, we have made progress. But again, imagine the progress we could actually make if we sat here and told the truth. Again, one more to wrap this portion up so I can move on to something else. I told you, I have learned more about my family gang in the last 120 days-ish. I'm about to belch again. That is belch. Hashtag unprofessional. 
I've learned more about my family in the last four and a half months than I have in almost 50 years on this planet combined. Seriously. One of the things that I learned was, again, if, if, this is your, if you're just now joining my show, congrats, thanks, and buckle up. But I've told you all before, I just now found out that before my dad's balls dropped, he would go out in the wee morning hours when it was quote-unquote safe, and he would help his father, my grandfather, he would help Big Burke cut lynched black people down off trees. He did. When the Klan got a hold to you, again, hanging gang was like crucifixion. The Jesus story is full of shit. When you were crucified, you were left on that crucifix. You were not given the dignity of a proper burial. It was to humiliate you. It was to set an example for those behind you thinking that maybe they can get away with the same shit. Yet yeah, you can't. Hanging was the exact same thing. It wasn't just to kill you in a horrific manner. You were That body was meant to hang there for us, the black people, as a sign to you niggers that you need to be one of the good ones. My grandfather... No matter the problem, everyone always went to Big Burke. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? So when someone got lynched after the Klan got a hold to him, Big Burke would be like, we're cutting them down. They are going to get some semblance of a, a proper and dignified burial. Now, my dad's brother, Elijah, died as a baby. So the only boy was my dad. Traditional roles, right? Even though he was the youngest. So my dad is out there helping his father at like 9, 10 years old cut dead black people down from trees and giving them a proper burial. Now I'm starting to share this stuff at work. And you should see, again, some of the white people at work who are the first ones to tell me to get over it and all this other bullshit. You can't change history. Why you want to take down the robber? They're the first ones to sit here with crocodile tears. And I've told each and every single last one of them, fucking save it. Fucking save it. I don't want to see your tears. You can lick my unwiped asshole. This is the stuff that people need to hear. I'm not even going to go into my dad's fear of dentists. My best friend knows why. This is not from nine trillion fucking years ago. These are stories that you can hear from people who are alive today. These things have real-time effects. Our past is affected. What did I say? Yeah, <laughs> our present is affected by our past. That, that's not up for debate. What happened to me yesterday is touching me right now. What happened to my dad is affecting my siblings. What happened to my grandparents is affecting my cousins. Everything has a ripple effect. So gang, before we go into halftime, I couldn't be more serious. People like this lady who are sitting here talking about this bullshit that, you know, 
teaching actual history is teaching our white children that they're inherently evil and that they should hate themselves. No, fuckface, that's what you're telling them. If they need to know, just like I now know, I've always known, but now I'm getting the dirty fucking details. So how about this? Before I go into halftime, fuckfaces, hey, white kids, white parents to white kids, if I can sit here and hear how my dad cut black people down from fucking trees, how I can hear how my mother was raised on a fucking plantation, if I can hear about the Klan getting ready to lynch my uncle in front of my grandmother's fucking house, if I can hear all of that, maybe you should be strong enough to hear that when your grandfather went in for the business loan, he stood alone with nothing but white dudes. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock. And I'm staring at the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. I'm black. <clears throat> Gang, on the first uh, portion of this was rendering. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys know how ransom works? <laughs> right? If some asshole calls me, and says, hey, I need $1 million. I'm like, all right. No, good luck finding it. <laughs> oh, no, I want you to give it to me. Why? Because. Hey, fuck face. I, I don't think you know how this works. Do you, are you holding my parents hostage? No. <laughs> hey, you're going to kill my, no. Do you know where I live? No. So you've got nothing I want, right? Uh, yeah. He's going to have to hang up on him. If you're going to threaten me, you got to have something I want first, right? So my point is, gang, I'm sitting here and I'm, oh, hold on, buddy. Where are you going, dude? No, let's get the tip. Is he going to, and sit your monkey ass down, buddy. Hold on, gang. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Don't, hold on. Just give me about 30 more minutes, dude. No, 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 Gang, I'm sitting here and I'm watching fucking fuckface Ronnie Jackson, right? A rep from the state of Texas. You already know what I'm getting ready to say is all kinds of fucked up, right? And so you got this fuckface. Getting in, you know, gen general, four-star general, you know, the troops that we love so much. That is a four-star general. That is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He is the troopiest of all troops. And you've got this fuckface who's got his nose. Just so you know, gang, I clicked on his profile. You know who follows him? You know who likes his tweets? 
the open mouth breathing troglodyte Marjorie Taylor fuckface green. So again, when you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Gang, this fucker is sitting there trying to grill General for Do you guys have any idea <laughs> what it takes to become a, a general, much less a fucking four-star You are military perfection. Oh, yeah, by the way, this was the person that, again, Fox News, right? The, the people who fucking, uh, you know, love the troops. What did he say about General Mark Milley? He wasn't good at his job. He only got there basically because he's a suck-up. And my favorite part, <laughs> he's stupid. He's a pig. I told you guys, if I would have said that about a general, no, fuck that, about anyone in uniform. While I was living at Fort Sam Houston, Texas, my dad, not metaphorically, not poetically, this is an analogy. My father would have literally murdered me on the fucking spot. And then we'd have come home to my mom and she's like, where's Chris? Oh, I killed that nigga. <laughs> and as my mom started crying, she's like, oh, hold on. What, what you crying for? That little ass nigga told a lieutenant that he was a stupid pig. You know what my mom would have said? Oh, that nigga deserved that shit. <laughs> right? But you got Ronnie Jackson sitting here giving him the third degree, saying he's, you know, dereliction of duty. The whole phone call to China shit. Look that shit up. Just a real quick one for you guys, in case you don't know. The general did not, the soldier's oath is not a, an, a pledge of allegiance or fidelity to one person. You are to protect the Constitution of the United States. To uphold it. Trump was doing the exact opposite. Now, that's a whole other story. But Ronnie Jackson is sitting there and he's fucking grilling him. And he was like, General Milley, and after like a two-minute fuck-up speech, was like, will you now resign? You know what General said? He's like, please. <laughs> he literally laughed. Gang, again, you have, I don't know. So this fucker definitely doesn't know. If you're going to strike at a king, you have to make it swift and severe, and you only get one shot, you better make that shit count. You step to a four-star general. Ronnie Jackson, you clearly have no fucking clue who you are talking to. That is why a four-star general, he never even looked up, gang. The general is sitting there writing some shit down, and then when he was like, will you retire? He's like, please, nigga, please. <laughs> Go get me a sandwich, motherfucker. So again, to wrap this portion up, I didn't even mean to say it. I just saw this shit. It's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Again, if you, Ronnie Jackson, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. But gang, I actually wasn't going to do a show today. But you know Uncle Bobby's mind never fucking turns off. Excuse me, I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. I saw some shit, and it was personal. So I'm like, yeah, I got to fucking do it. Gang, again, if you're just now uh, tuning in, I'm a former athlete. Now, I've had some success. Again, I will never tell you I was that guy. But I did the one thing that maybe one 
to 2% of all college athletes do, I sign an NFL contract. Now, again, I <laughs> I was so far down on the fucking depth chart, you would have to, oh, God, where's my microscope? I was backing up William Thomas. Now, if you just didn't say, oh, now I get it, you don't know who William Thomas is, right? I didn't see the field for shit. But I had success. Um, I, I didn't suck as a football player. That being said, I've also beaten my brain into a it is microwave meatloaf at times. I've got brain damage, mental illness, right? So again, when people poke at athletes, I take that shit a little bit personal. I come from a way more barbaric age. Again, I told you, we didn't know what a concussion was, right? A lot of our brains are a little, I'm one of the lucky ones for real, right? Uh, but we didn't know what a concussion was. Back then, it was, a, you know, the age-old tradition of simply getting your bell rung. And you were not a football player until you got your bell rung. I'm dead serious. And we would sit there and we would laugh at you. As the coach is literally holding you up by your face mask, we're all laughing. You're like, going to the club, right? And they're sitting there asking Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, what's your name, Jimmy? You know what Jimmy says? Timothy. We say, eh, it was a boy's name. That's close enough. A lot of our brains are fucked up. So be it brain damage or you got a mental illness that you're doing and you're, I, I got a soft spot for you, honestly and truly. Now I've hit this before gang and it's the whole Simone Biles thing. So if you're not familiar, Simone Biles is the motherfucking ace at Olympic gymnastics. That lady is as big as my thigh and she flies better than fucking Kal-El, the man of steel. You've never seen anything like it. Now, she has like nine trillion fucking gold medals. She's an, she will go down in history as probably one of the top five, maybe three gymnasts to ever put on the uniform. Seriously. Well, these last Olympics, her the pressure, long story short, she backed out of some of the team events or some of the individual events. You want to know why? Simone Biles had to look after her mental health. What the fuck is wrong with that? Now, again, the, the fuck faces at the Daily Wire, Michael Knowles, Candace, o, all the, I saw a clip uh, not too long ago, actually. And again, it's just been eating at me for real. And they put on this little skit. Uh, which one was it? Michael Knowles. And they're sitting there right before, you know, they start their show. And he's like, guys, I mean, physically, I'm okay. I just, I'm not feeling it emotionally. I think I just need to. He was, long story short, he was mocking Simone Biles. And then fuckface uh, Matt Walsh, you know, he starts laughing and, you know, Oh God. Simone Biles, again, if her her if her bone was sticking out of her skin, we would totally understand. But because she had a mental issue that she needed to look after, half of this country is ragging her for it. Now, enough of these fucks on the Daily Wire. Uh, yeah, it, they can't be helped. Again, like I told you, they're part of that crowd. 
There is nothing. Again, Simone hasn't even fucking told us what her political allegiance is. But of course, she's woke. She's a leftist. She's an SJ. Oh, I just use a whole bunch of buzzwords. I got to drink because alcohol. But look here, gang. And fuck those guys. Again, I told you, Joe Biden could save a drowning woman. And all those level of Trumplicans would do was to critique it. Right? What would Tucker Carlson say? What you don't know is that was actually Trump. He put on a full body uh, Joe Biden suit and saved that woman. Why is it the media telling? Shut the fuck up. Right? What would fucking Sean Hannity say about that? Right? He still called him Sleepy Joe, Sippy Cup Joe. Right? What would fuckface Laura Ingram, the hate scarecrow, say? Right? Joe Biden would sit there and he'd be, you know, stroking to get out of the fucking water and save that woman. They'll take a picture of him, you know, rolling his head up so he can get some oxygen. His mouth will be right next to her hair. You know what she'll say? He was sniffing her hair. He's a sexual predator. Oh, yeah, by the way, he has dementia. So, again, I'm not even as really worried about what fucks like that say. Their only mission, again, it's no longer funny. They're, they are just social and political contrarians. They've got nothing of use to add. So, fuck those guys. But I am going to talk to you guys about athletes and their mental health. We are big. We are strong. We are fast. But we are just as human as you. I remember it was, there were two people at work. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. And it was, one, neither one of these ladies God damn, another one, hashtag unprofessional, gave two shits about, and matter of fact, they actually did, hated it. But I'm trying to remember why Brett Favre was making the news. I think it was like in a really bad streak. Maybe it was like right after he signed, you know, that contract. And it was like, you know, well, you know, he makes $50 billion a year, Robert. He should just be able to, it's like, okay, first and foremost, you know, oh, hold on, buddy, you're killing your father, Larry. Hold on, gang. Again, I love it how it is. I'm right here, buddy. I'm right here. Go find your water. Thank you, thirsty. I still love it how I yell at a deaf fucking dog. How stupid am I? But I was like, first and foremost, you guys don't even know the game of football. You just don't. Right? And again, I was like, there's so much more that you don't know. Just because he's making 50 million fucking dollars a year doesn't mean he's surrounded by 50 million dollars worth of fucking talent. And they still looked at me like I was nuts. Well, they were in the tech industry. I was like, okay, let's break it down like this. Let's say you get a 50 million dollar paycheck. But instead of giving you the latest laptop, the latest iPhone, and all this other stuff, you got a Commodore 64, right? You got a rotary phone. You don't even have an iPhone for your contacts. You literally have an old school Rolex. How effective at your job would you be? You know what they said? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, shut the fuck up, right? 
Athletes are fucking human, just like everyone else. We are bigger, we are faster, we are stronger. But if you kick me in my dick, I'm going to go down to my knees. Now, again, like a Simone, that little girl, yeah, I called her little girl, go fuck yourself. She's young enough to be my daughter. She had the weight of the world on her shoulders, and she has had it on her shoulders for years. Again, you guys have no idea if you've never been in that position. Oh, hold on, buddy. Here I am yelling at a deaf dog again. But here, watch this. I know you can hear some tones. Where are you going, dude? No, oh, you'll figure it out. I love this goddamn dog. No, If you've never been in that position, then then you're not qualified to speak, right? Again, I told you, I love the topic of porn more than I love the actual product. And every single one of those actors and actresses, they will tell you, it's an act, right? No, I my in my normal life, I don't have sex with 10 guys with 13-inch dicks and six of them are in my mouth and the other portions are in my asshole. No, that's not what I do in real. Shut the fuck up. Two minutes with my husband, he busts a nut, we go to sleep. I get up in the morning, my breath smells like dog shit. We make breakfast, then we go walk the dogs, Right? That's not who I am, but there is pressure on them to be that person when they are trying to date in the outside world, right? When they recognize, I know, I know, I know, no one knows. Shut the fuck up, right? That's why like Lisa Ann will only date athletes, right? It's like you, you understand the pressure. But again, if like a Kelly Devine goes out and she starts dating and some guy's like, wait, wait, what? Why, why didn't you fuck me while you're doing a handstand on one hand while doing the full splits in the air while jerking off 12 other guys and then screaming? We just be going, what? It's the pressure to be that person who you see on the fucking screen all the time. Now imagine, Simone, anything other than a fucking 9.9 or a 10, she's a total fucking failure. That gets to you. She felt that shit, so she needed to take a knee. And people mocked her for taking care of her mental health. But here's the thing, fuckfaces. If someone like a Simone pushes herself to the brink and she either emotionally or physically can't recover, because if your brain is not into it, gang, athletically, you'll never guess what. It's going to fuck with your physical performance. If she can never mentally recover from being that worn down, if if she's not focusing and she lands and does a compound fucking fracture or fucking dislocates her knee so bad that fucking she needs to be amputated from the knee down. You just go get yourself another fucking gymnast. Simone Biles has to be Simone Biles for the rest of her life. Athletes are just like everyone else. Again, we're bigger, we're faster, we're stronger, but we have ups and downs. Gang, I told you a while back, one of my teammates, I was there when his father died. We lived across the hall from each other when we played at Texas together. There are sounds that when my mother 
when we found out that Mama died, I will never get, that was 1985. I can still hear that in my head. I'm dead serious. When I heard Van Malone scream, when he found out, I can't get that out of my head. I will never get that out of my head. And Van was loud. He was gregarious. He had a million dollar smile. Not a word for 72 hours. It was creepy, gang. And he took his sadness out on the, I think it was U of H. I have never seen a performance that fucking inspiring. But that's how he handled his mental issue at the time. But if Van needed to step down and say, you know what, I can't play today. Shut the fuck up. Just because you want to see number eight running up and down the field. Fuck you. Maybe number eight needs to deal with number eight. That was Van Malone, by the way. Right? I also have played with two guys who are no longer with us. One of them was suicide by cop. Again, I played in a little bit more barbaric time. But think about all the fucking uh, uh, signals that we probably missed. After graduation, after, you know, we all hang up our helmets, let's just say he went through a rough time. And if you don't know what suicide by cop is by definition, look it up. That's a whole other show. Right? He's no longer with us. His mental health went into the fucking shitter. He was big. He was fast. He was strong. But at the end of the day, he was a human. I have another teammate who's no longer with us. He was bigger. He was faster. He was stronger. No one ever once stopped to ask this person, how the fuck are you doing? He ended up taking his own life. So again, I, I don't even give two shits about the Daily Wire right now. I'm about to belch. Hashtag false alarm. This shit didn't happen. They can't be saved. Fuck them. But they are the reason why I'm bringing up this topic. When you're going to sit here and you're going to mock an athlete for looking after their health, go fuck yourself. Seriously. It's not even a laughing matter. I hope no one is smiling because I'm not. Yes, we are bigger, we are faster, we are stronger. You see what we look like damn near in our fucking underwear, wearing a helmet, throwing a ball, swimming, doing whatever, but you'll never guess what, fuckfaces, we are just like you. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby has given you some motherfucking problems. Uncle Bobby loves you, he's not going to leave you hanging. So Uncle Bobby is going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up, if you don't think that the past effects are present, shut the fuck up. Again, you, we're not teaching white kids that they're inherently evil. We're not teaching them that they're horrible people. We're teaching them you are where you are because of what happened yesterday. Again, no, I, I'm not going to be mad at that kid for the racist shit his grandfather did. I'm not even going to call him racist. But he is benefiting from racism. He just is. And he needs to know that. Because I told you, if the grandkids from the Tebow plantation where my mama uh, grew up, if they came and saw me, saw how I was living, it's like, oh, God damn, how you living this piece of shit? Maybe you should just work harder. I would slap the taste out of their fucking mouth. 
It's like, fuck face, you don't have to work because my mother slaved on your plantation. Gang, there is nothing wrong with teaching historical accuracy. And if all you're seeing is all of a sudden you're this victim class, again, the next time you fix your mouth to say the word snowflake, make sure you're looking in the fucking mirror. Next one up, totally unrehearsed, Ronnie Jackson, whatever the fuck your name is, shut the fuck up. Dude, shut the fuck up. You're a Trumplicant. Seriously, you are an anti-patriot, regardless of what you call yourself. Go fuck yourself. And again, you sat there and you bucked up to a four-star general. That means you have no idea. At least I'm willing to admit my ignorance. You have no idea what it takes to become a general, much less a four-star. So you're sitting, he never even looked you in your fucking eye, right? He's probably doodling and, you know, drawing, you know, Charlie Brown pictures and shit. And then when he finally realized that you had stopped puking out of your fucking mouth, he was like, please. <laughs> he laughed at you, right? General, will you resign? And he laughed at you. Again, you have to have something that someone else wants in order for a threat to be the least bit credible. You ain't shit. Mark Milley pays more attention to what comes out of his ass in the morning after military-grade coffee. He pays more attention to that than he does to you. Ronnie Jackson, shut the fuck up. Lastly, but not leastly, not recognizing that big, fast, strong athletes are first human. Shut the fuck up. Simone Biles is a human. Brett Favre is a human. Aaron Hernandez was a human. Yes, you know our names. Yes, you know what we look like in skin-tight clothes. Yes, unlike a lot of other jobs, you can tell, it's a Google search, to the penny how much we made. But we are still human. When someone's mother is sick, we cry. When, when the pressure is great, sometimes we crack. What's in our bank account does not matter. How fast we can run does not matter. How far we can throw a ball does not fucking matter. Everyone is entitled to their fucking emotional state. You don't have to understand it. But if minimum, what you should do is to shut the fuck up. So ragging athletes for taking time to be human, fuck you. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jim and Truth, let's go.